Hey y'all, welcome to the Visit Roswell podcast where we talk all things tourism and hospitality related in Roswell, Georgia. We will be interviewing our partners all throughout the community and hopefully inspiring you to plan a trip to visit Roswell at your natural pace. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Visit Roswell podcast. I am Kendall, and today I am joined uh, by Steve Stroud, the executive director of Roswell, Inc., and he is going to be sharing a little bit about everything Roswell, Inc., and we're so excited for you to learn more about this great organization we have here in Roswell. So, Steve, welcome. Well, good morning. Thank you, Kendall, for having us on the podcast. Um, yeah, we're, we're very excited to do this. We're always excited to tell the story about Roswell, Inc. and the partnership we have with Visit Roswell and how important that is. You know, mm-hmm. the reality of it is, is that we are two partner organizations that help bring commerce and business to the city of Roswell. And um, I think that's just, that's a great thing to do from the private sector. Absolutely. So before we get more into that, let's get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us about yourself, how long you've lived and worked in Roswell? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We we moved, my family moved here in 1976. Uh, I was a JCPenney brat. Uh, My uh, parents were transferred here, or my my father, and uh, my great aunt lived in Dunwoody. And she said, you're going to live in either one or two places. You're going to live in Dunwoody because you're going to go to DeKalb schools or you're going to live in Roswell and go to Fulton County schools. And my mother said, I, well, I don't know anything about either one. So we spent a weekend traveling around. And I can remember coming up Georgia 400 in 1976, summer of 1976, and going, whoa, where in the world are we moving to? Um, anyway. <laughs> We found a house and moved to the east side of 400, um, and uh, I attended Crestwood High School, graduated from there, and then went to Georgia State. So I'm a homeboy. Uh, I say my best years were were growing up here and uh, married a a late, beautiful woman from Roswell High School that graduated um, and had three beautiful daughters, and we've raised them here in Roswell. I had a business for 30 years called Stroud's Printing and Design. And during that 30 years, that's where my involvement became with economic development, the Chamber of Commerce. My involvement uh, goes very deep into this community with volunteerism. But also, more importantly, uh, it's about trying to build business because I knew that these volunteer groups couldn't survive if we didn't have good, strong businesses. And working with the Chamber and being chairman of the Chamber in 95, was an honor and uh, and I've continued to work in that uh, arena ever since and build relationships that are lasting forever so uh, that's that's a little bit about me and I still live in well, that's fun. I didn't I didn't know about your uh, connection to the chamber I should have but that was yeah. news and from new information to me so I've been on the chamber board since 1989 and I still serve on the chamber board so okay. um, I, I, I think I'll probably be there for life okay uh, I'm a firm like believer in the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Roswell Inc. is different than yes. the Chamber of Commerce. Can you tell uh, the listeners more about what Roswell Inc. is and its place in the Roswell community? Sure. I, I, you know, it, we are not a chamber. We, we, we are the only community in North Fulton that doesn't have a chamber. And we don't need a chamber because we've got the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. You'll hear me say that in open mics and speeches, um, they are our Chamber of Commerce. And a Chamber of Commerce does something different than what we do. 
we're on the ground to help a business connect and do business within the city. Now that doesn't mean city government, but that, that means the infrastructure and knowing and understanding what businesses are here, what makes up the climate here, what are the types of industries that are highly supportive, um, what does it look like? What, what are the number of visitors that are coming, not to spend the night, but are coming up to spend the day in Roswell and why? Because they're coming up to buy a car. You know, that was, as you know, a $1.2 billion uh, industry in 2019. And it's going to be just as strong, believe it or not, with COVID in 2020. So we're a destination. We're also a foodie destination. You know, you guys do that. You help us when we partner together as we come into Roswell Restaurant Month. Um, you know, restaurants are a key, key industry because it employs a lot of people. Uh, and at the end of the day, our job in Roswell at Roswell Inc. is to create jobs, create the opportunity, create that environment where a brewery can be successful and you know we're proud of those kind of things we're proud of the IT companies uh, we're proud of the fact that we we work hand in hand in, with the hospital because medical is our number one industry in Roswell and so what does that look like and how do we build on that because all of those things build a better community and that's what we're constantly doing so we partner with the chamber because we believe People need the chamber. They need a broader uh, scope. We service 5,800 businesses. Those are those 5,800 licensed businesses in the city of Roswell. Mm -hmm. That's our core focus. We work with city staff. We make sure things can get done. And that, that's an important part. That, that's, a little, that's a very different uh, element than, than Roswell. We're very regional. We work with all our partners from Fulton County Development Authority to Select Fulton to uh, anybody, the Georgia Department of uh, uh, community Affairs, the Georgia Department of Economic Development, they're our partners because we want to work regionally and, and understand what's happening and even our neighbors in the, in the cities uh, that are um, that are but us like Sandy Springs and Roswell and Milton. We work with their staffs uh, to make a better because if it lands here in the region, it's going to benefit Roswell. We're going to get absolutely. people here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what would surprise people about your organization and some of the work that you do? I think, I think the, the amount of work that we do on a project, I'll give you a great example. And it's one that's live right now. People are asking, oh, what ha what's happened to the shopping center where Ola is? What on Holcomb Bridge Road and Old Roswell Road? What, what, where, how come the build, what's the building? That was a two and a half year process that Roswell Inc. signed a non-disclosure Two of my staff members, including myself, signed a non-disclosure with Lytle, the grocery store, the German grocery store, two years, two and a half years ago to discuss how do we get that grocery store in Roswell. And particularly, we were looking at different sites. That site just blew up on their radar. And um, the amount of time it takes to get a project, and that's a fast project. Some projects take four and five years from the time of the conception and where it's going to go and how it and takes different iterations. So I think one thing that would surprise people is how much time we're invested into a project to get a project going. Um, it's not a matter of flipping a switch or buying the property. It's, it's a process. And a lot of it has to be kept confidential until the company's ready and all the pieces come together, just like in that shopping center. Yeah. And that is just the process of, you know, where 
they have kind of decided and then they're building upon it from there. Like you're not talking about even the building of relationships that you're doing before that. I mean, that's, that's right. Yeah. That was two and a half years when we sat down at Loyal Tavern and had lunch to say, all right, you've been telling us, you've been telling us, you've been telling us, you've been telling us for three years, Roswell is, our numbers are showing. That was all pre-COVID, right? Yeah. Our numbers show that we needed a grocery store in that area. So if you mm -hmm. take it from Holcomb Bridge Road, really where the Chick-fil-A is, right, and Highway 9, mm -hmm. and go over towards Georgia 400, there's a big gap there. Yeah. And all the, re all the big grocery stores know, know that. And so, so these guys were like, look, we're going to have to be creative. So when they came to us and said, all right, we've, we've got the site. Now we've got to start working on it. Then we signed the non-disclosure and boom, we're done. We're, we're working with them and the ownership of the property. And I think that's one of the surprises. Yeah. You know, we are truly about, I think the other big surprise is we spend most of our time, I would say 75% of our time is spent on retention. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing your customer. It's about understanding who's on the ground here. What are the businesses here and what do the businesses need? Because without that, you don't keep customers. And that's, that's what businesses are to the city. For sure. And so what are some of those um, retention efforts? Because, you know, we just talked, you mentioned restaurant month, yep. uh, summer yep. sipping. Yep. Uh, and those are just two that are very related to the tourism industry. So obviously we're in touch with those, but you guys do your coffee connects. What, what am I missing? Well, one of the things we, we, we like to do is work with new businesses as they get started. So we give them the tools. We, we don't, we, we can't even begin to have the staff that's needed to have an incubator or um, counsel each and in every individual business as they come through. But what we do is we meet with them and we give them all the tools. We show them where to go, where to go at the state and where to get the help from SCORE uh, so that they get extra help to get their business or point them in the right direction. It may be as simple as, hey, you need to talk to these two brokers and talk about space. So you make sure that your lease can be done the way it needs to. Maybe it's, it's sending them in a direction with an attorney. You know, retention and expansion is really key because you, You've got a business here. Maybe they, they don't know how to expand, right? All they see is we, we've got to move. Well, maybe it's a, a simple move of talking to the landlord and getting their, neighbor, their next door neighbor to move over or take less space. And, and some, sometimes it's just dialogue. And so if they can lean on us as, as that source, that helps. The other, the other thing that we do for retention and expansion is to make sure that we're constantly working with our top employers. What does that look like? What are some of their pain points? The hospital, for example, what, what's their future plans? What, what does that look like? And how can we help them recruit the doctors that they need? Well, obviously part of that is having the relationship so that they can bring those doctors down when they're recruiting and entertain them in the historic district, right? And on Canton Street and throughout Roswell. And fine dining is one of those things that we're, we, we, we met with some folks yesterday. And that's one of the things that, that the reason they're moving here from Vail, Colorado is the dining. Wow. And, we, and that's, 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 that helps sell a Ferrari and a Maserati and a Hyundai, right? And, and it's a destination. And so what we're trying to do is work on these different shopping centers to what, how can we redevelop them? How can we keep the businesses there or relocate them? 
and then do something with that property. And that's a long process uh, because you've got to remember that these properties are privately held and almost all of them are making money. Mm -hmm. So it's a constant like, how can we fit the pieces together in this very, very cool place we call home? Yeah. So uh, what, you know, kind of, kind of the same thing about two puzzle pieces fitting together. Uh, what makes Visit Roswell and Roswell Inc. sister organizations? Well, it, it, it's, it's just, uh, it, it's an amazing fit because Visit Roswell is all about bringing the daytime and the overnight stays and bringing people to Roswell to spend money. Mm-hmm. we're the ones and filling he- heads and beds. Your core purpose is heads and beds. Our core purpose is creating jobs. So you put those two together, it makes total sense. And somebody told me this a long time ago from Georgia Power. They said, you know, the, the combined efforts of your two organizations look like this. Roswell Inc. goes out and finds the developer. They find the right group. They find the right flag. They work with that developer. They get it through the process to get the hotel on a certain site. They get it built, we cut the ribbon and we turn it over to you guys. And then Visit Roswell takes it to the next step and it fills it with business travelers and fills it with weekends and weddings and bar mitzvahs and all those great things that continue to bring in the revenue for the city, but it also brings in revenue for all the different businesses that take part in that stay while they're here. So that's why it works so well. Everybody stays in, you know, each, we, we work together as a unit, but we all have specific destinations that we've got to get to and goals that we're trying to meet. Mm-hmm. So uh, we all know 2020 has been a lot. Um, what are some of the things that amid COVID-19, Roswell Inc. has, has shifted into uh, in how you guys function? Well, I think we went from about 75 retention and expansion to about 102% retention because, um, because this is my hometown and because I still live here and I have a passion for these entrepreneurs that put their life and soul into their business. Take, take out the financial piece, their livelihoods, their, their, their whole makeup, the who they are is their business whether they're a consulting firm or they're a restaurateur, right? Or whether they're a doctor that couldn't practice because it was an elective surgery, you know? So I feel for those folks. I think one of the things we did differently was we were in contact with our out there in front. We were surveying people in Roswell and businesses. We continue to do that with our other partner uh, organizations up here in the other uh, cities in North Fulton to get a read on where we were. But I think we, we spent a lot of time as a team touching the businesses seven days a week. As I said, and you've probably heard me say this, every day was Tuesday. It didn't matter if it was <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Friday, every day was Tuesday because we started early, we finished late, and it really didn't matter because we all were in the same boat, but we were all trying to get answers. So we became a, even a greater resource for a lot of companies trying to figure out the PPP who's a bank that would even talk to them? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't have a banker. I've been online doing banking with Bank of America. Shoot me, tell me what I do. Nobody's calling me back and I'm picking on Bank of America, but it it was all the banks, right? So having relationships and being able to to get them to a live person, being able to take somebody and say, I I can't get, I can't 
file for my, my own employees, how do I get somebody at Department of Labor? And being able to you know, have, have one of my team members, Kimberly, connect them. And then all of a sudden, their, their pressure was off. And there was a new pressure tomorrow. But being able to work with them, but then also touching our largest employers and saying, what can we do to help you? What's going on on the campus at Kimberly-Clark? What's, what's happening at GM? How, are, how is it working out? When will you start phasing back in? You know, and constantly checking in on them every two weeks to see what we could do to help them. The big thing that we found was come May, people were looking for employees. People had left the industries they were in and had found other jobs and there were jobs to be had. And so we now become a constant partner with the Greater North Fulham Chamber of Commerce because their specialty is workforce. We're constantly working with them to create programs through the state and federal. How can we find the right employees for Roswell and North mm -hmm. Fulton? Mm -hmm. And so um, as Roswell Inc., you know, how are you guys planning for this chapter? Who knows when it'll be here, but the chapter after COVID-19. Well, I think COVID-19 brings to light what we really have to focus on. And that is working with our partners, having partners that are specialized in certain areas. We have found that the virtual piece worked extremely well. Does it work as well as, as the in-person? No. But certain things like having our, our copy connects, we will have copy connects all through 21. I assure you that'll be virtual. We will have some in-person events and maybe even some coffee connects later as, as things loosen up and things get a little better. Um, but I think we found that we can get a lot done and be more strategic in that area to support businesses. I think the other thing is, is that, you know, recruitment is, it's an ongoing, you recruit every day, right? Every time we, we pick up the phone, we're recruiting somebody, whether they know it or not. Um, but we don't need to budget for recruitment. We need a budget for how do we keep the businesses and excel those businesses, help them be better so that they produce more revenue and they produce more tax revenue for the city. I think that's key. And looking at what long term the, the effects, how can we get uh, the right kind of businesses, the people that live here in Roswell that have been working remotely from their house to stay in Roswell, right, to be able to, to put their shingle out and say, hey, why, I know my, my client's been in, you know, I've been, my clients are in Dunwoody, but, you know, maybe I need to have a satellite. Maybe I need a transition. Maybe I can move my practice. Maybe it's time. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's, that's a key portion because one of the things Roswell's known for is the quality of life, right? Yeah. We love living here. It's a great place. You come, they want to, they want to pull up the bridge. Nobody can come back in. Yeah. You want to just stay, right? Mm -hmm. I have this saying that uh, it hit me about, uh, I think my kids were all in car seats and we were coming home from Florida and we were crossing the Chattahoochee or crossing that bridge on 400. And there was something that came over me and it realized, and one of my kids and one of the girls in the back said, dad, are we home? I said, <laughs> we're home. Yeah. Crossing the bridge. I knew we were back home. We mm -hmm. were back in Roswell. And yeah. there's just something about that that you just, once you're here and you've experienced it, it's really, really hard to not want to live, work, and play here. I definitely think that's uh, 
something our, our visitors experience. Um, we'll get more to that in a second. Uh, I do want to know, since you have been a community member for so long, unlike a transplant like myself, um, how have you seen Roswell change over the years? And, and especially uh, some of our like experiences as a, a destination. Well, it's interesting because when you, you look at it today, you go, wow, you know, there was a time we really, all we focused on was the fact that we had these great old houses, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Great old houses. And that was a, a sense of pride for a lot of people. But in reality, that wasn't really what made up Roswell. What mm -hmm. made up Roswell, what made it special was the people. And as the people came, like you and I, right? in different generations, but we came. Again, we stayed. So I think this change that I have seen is in the four neighborhoods I've lived in in Roswell is the collective good of the people that move here. Yeah. And, and that in itself is what makes up community, right? It's not just one voice. It's not just one entity. It's not one employer. Um, and nestled on the Thanks of the Chattahoochee in the foothills of the Cherokee Nation. Here is Roswell, Georgia, a little hundred thousand people, right? Stuck in the, tucked in this little, this little hill of the metropolitan Atlanta area. It's like the best of all things, right? Yeah. And, and so that I think is what I see as the greatest change is the, and it continues to change in a positive way the influx of different nationalities and different people and transfers. And, and today what we see is internationally, the people that are coming back to Roswell to stay, to live because mm -hmm. of the quality of life. And I think that's, and, and, and all of North Fulton is facing that, but Roswell still has that hometown feel. For sure. You can get that hometown South Georgia feel on that one block in Roswell on Canton Street, right? But you can also get it walking into Fresh Market. Yeah. And people are greeting you and coming in. And I think that's, whether you come from the north, south, east, or west, and you come to Georgia, it's special. And then you come to Roswell, it's even more special. And so I'm a little partial. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, totally, uh, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, you know, as a, a small backstory, I've when I moved here, I was moving from a small town in Kentucky that had been coined the friendliest small town in America. I was like, how am I going to go somewhere new and, and, you know, live in a community where people aren't as good as they, you know, seem to be in Kentucky. And then I moved here and I couldn't get over just like you're saying, just the goodness of uh, everybody that I've come into contact with. So I definitely agree that people make this place uh, extra, extra special. So, you know, breaking it down, we're saying the community is amazing. We're saying that small town feel, but uh, you know, what really makes it a great place to live and play? Well, you know, what really makes it a good place to live and work, play, raise your kids, have a family is it's, it's a quality of life here. And, and that quality of life, it helps because we have options. We have options because we have a strong economy. 
uh, our economy in Roswell has outlived um, the burning of our, our number one employer uh, yeah. down, right? Mm -hmm. Pre-Civil War or Civil War. Uh, we've seen, uh, you know, recession after recession uh, hit the, the real estate industry in Roswell, North Fulton, uh, in the housing market in the 70s, late 70s, 80s, again in the 90s, and then again around 2001. But Roswell always bounced back. And then in the recession of 2008, 9, 10, 11, even into 12, we were resilient because we, we were hit hard, just like everybody, but we were in a better position than other communities and other states. And I think Roswell, um, that's one of the reasons we're able to have the, the quality of entrepreneurs that come here because we do have the demographics that can support a, a wine bar, that can support fine dining, um, that can support carry out, right? Uh, during COVID and carry out from fine, fine restaurants, right? And uh, I think that's, that's what gives, it's a lot about location. You know, we hear that in real estate, it's location, location, location. Roswell's in a great location. And, um, and I think that makes it very easy when you've got an international airport that depending on the day is 20 to, or the time of the day is 20 to 40 minutes away, right? Um, that you can hop on a flight and fly pretty much anywhere you want to go. Yeah. And I think that, that one step of putting our making Hartsfield a, an international airport with the vision that they had to make it the regional airport and an international airport and now the number one airport in the world i mean that has a lot to do with the success of the metro area and especially roswell yeah i i also agree about location just because you know you're talking about 20 to 40 minutes away from an airport that can get you anywhere you want to be um but that you know if it's somebody listening that has never been here and, and we've mentioned the fine dining it truly is that i mean the dining experience you can get any type of cuisine you could think of and it's going to be some of the best you've ever had you can be on the river kayaking before you go get that takeout order you know uh you can be hiking and on our trails you can be mountain biking you can be just casually shopping along Canton street i mean you really do have it all in you know this beautiful little spot of the world so um as we wrap up here these are going to be our two final questions how would you tell a visitor to experience roswell i would tell a visitor that you need to come here hungry you <laughs> come here thirsty yeah because roswell's going to give you that opportunity to, to fill both of those desires and i think that is one of the things that we're we're most proud of um, is the fact that we get so many visitors from the metro area and outside, right? Uh, and, and I'll give you a quick example. Uh, when we got married two years ago, um, we got married at Table in Maine. And when we got married, my relatives now, our in-laws from Connecticut, could not believe the number of restaurants and the, the quality of the restaurants. And they were so impressed that they could carry their drink up and down Canton Street. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, we were a hit. They all want to come to our house now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like they want to be here. And I think that just 
encapsulates the whole heart of what people want to do. And it's not just Roswell. I mean, Summer Sippin', that's a great example. There was only one drink out of eight drinks that were in the top eight. The other restaurants were outside of Canton Street. So we've got restaurants all over the city of Roswell. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that encapsulated. If I was telling a, a visitor to come to Roswell, I would come and say, be prepared to eat and drink and spend some time and all the rest will fall in place, right? Yeah. Whether you're here for a lacrosse tournament or you're here to paddle down the Chattahoochee, you're going to get hungry and you're going to get thirsty and you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I love that. Um, all right. So the final question, describe Roswell in five words or less. Small town, big character. Oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that is a beautiful description. Um, well, for anyone who wants a little bit more information on Roswell Inc., how can they get in contact with you all? They can call me. I'm listed on the website. My phone, all of our phones go directly to our cell phone. We, that's the way we operate and we work seven days a week. And yeah. so if you get our voicemail, leave it. I'm going to call you back. And it uh, is roswellinc.org, correct? Roswellinc.org. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Steve, and uh, we hope everybody learned a little bit more about Roswell Inc. and the awesome organization that they are for this community, and we will see you next time. Kendall, I'll leave it with one thing. I always end every conversation with this. It's always a great day to do business in the city of Roswell. See you now.